This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 189, Disadvantages of the Roth IRA, Not All is What It Seems, part one, by Sam of financialsamurai.com. And I am your narrator for this podcast, Dan. Of course, this is where we read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And a reminder, share your topic requests with us. Come by oldpodcast.com and uh, chime in. Now, today's post comes to us from our newest author to join the Optimal Finance Daily family. That is Sam of Financial Samurai. And he has a little bit of a different take on Roth IRAs. This is uh, one of his most popular posts and not too surprising since it is a bit controversial. It has 440 comments on it and it might make you want to comment yourself. And with that, let's hear Sam's take on this and start optimizing your life. Disadvantages of the Roth IRA, Not All is What It Seems, Part 1 by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. For years, I've been an opponent of the Roth IRA after the government came out with its tricky way to let us all do a one-time conversion from our traditional IRAs. The government was so successful in getting people to pay huge sums of taxes on their IRAs up front during the financial crisis that I just shook my head in disbelief. As a personal finance blogger who wants to help you achieve financial freedom sooner rather than later, it's my duty to write this post to help you see the error in contributing or converting to a Roth IRA if you have not maxed out your 401k. Of course, if the choice is between not saving and saving via a Roth IRA for your future, then the answer is that one should open up a Roth IRA rather than their money away on stupid stuff that depreciates in value. However, do know that you are still putting money away by giving more of your money to the government. And if the choice is between choosing a traditional IRA over a Roth IRA, choosing the traditional IRA is hands down the way to go. Please read the reasons why a Roth IRA is not a good idea for most of you. I really hope this article will wake you up to the tremendous government brainwashing that is being conducted to get you to part more with your hard-earned money. If you're still in favor, at least you know the other side of the story, and Uncle Sam thanks you. Disadvantages of a Roth IRA not all milk and cookies. Number one, the government is inefficient. I'm all for patriotism, but if you think the government is efficient with your money, then you are simply not paying attention to the enormous budget deficits on the statewide and country level. By participating in a Roth IRA, you're paying your taxes up front, thereby giving the government more of your money to waste. Would you give an alcoholic a beer? Would you give a drug addict some meth? Would you eat a double cheeseburger in front of an obese person who's trying to lose weight? No, no, no. There is a reason why there are $2,000 staplers and $10 staples in the government budget. There's a reason why there is at least $64 billion in fudged army accounting every year. Why do you think the social security system is so underfunded? The government wastes your money, so don't give it more. Number two, the government is smarter than you. The government realizes people are bad with their money, which is why they set up a withholding tax system to make sure people pay throughout the year. If it was up to everybody to pay their year-end taxes at the end of the year, all hell would break loose because people are not disciplined enough to put money away to meet their obligations. The country would go into instant default. As a result, the government has pushed propaganda on the masses to get them to pay more taxes up front, hence the introduction of the Roth IRA. They will spend millions on marketing to highlight why converting to a Roth and participating in a Roth IRA is a great idea. Yes, it's a great idea for them, not for you. Number three, you allow asymmetric reward or punishment between equals. Not everybody can participate in a Roth IRA. Only those fortunate enough to make less than $116,000 a year as an individual or less than $183,000 for married couples 
can contribute as of 2016. After making more than $131,000 a year for singles, you are out of luck, no soup for you. Sorry, but the government doesn't believe you have the right to save in this way. Discrimination is not okay just because you aren't being discriminated against. We need to fight for equality for everybody. The income cap for distribution is too low. The irony is the government is actually saving people who make more than $116,000 to $131,000 a year from paying more taxes and getting tricked into entering the Borg. Unfortunately, there are income limits for contribution on an IRA as well, which are even more egregious at $61,000 to $70,000 for single filers. Number four, the math is the same whether you pay now or later. Whether you pay taxes now and let your investment grow tax-free or you let your pre-tax investments grow and then tax it upon retirement results is more or less the same. Don't believe me? Do a calculation yourself. Here's an equation. Y equals A times B. Rearrange to A equals Y over B or Y equals A times B is equal to Y equals B times A. But just so you know, The math also depends on the future performance of your investments. Let's say you pay $2,000 in taxes to contribute $5,000 to a Roth IRA, and that $5,000 miraculously grows to a billion dollars. Your total tax bill will be around $500 million. Trust me, I was a math rock star in the second grade. Number five, what will $5,500 do for your retirement? A max contribution of $5,500 a year isn't going to get you to the promised land. If you are already maxing out your 401k, pre-tax contribution up to 18,000 for 2016, and you are eligible for a Roth IRA maximum contribution for a single filer, $131,000 in income or less, you probably will get more out of spending your $5,500 on life now. I am a big proponent of aggressive savings. However, if you are only earning up to $88,000 a year in gross income after maxing out the 401k, I'd rather you not tie up that 5,500 in a government savings vehicle until 59 and a half. Invest your money in a low-cost investment account like Wealthfront or keep it liquid. Number six, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Disadvantages of the Roth IRA, Not All is What It Seems by Sam of financialsamurai.com. Now this post is about twice as long as the average one that I read here on the show, so I did go ahead and break it up into two and we'll wrap it up tomorrow. He'll also have suggestions about what to do instead of using a Roth IRA in tomorrow's episode. And real quick, before we go, if uh, you want to help support our three podcasts here in our Optimal family, there are a bunch of different things you can do to contribute. You can support financially or otherwise, just come by oldpodcast.com support or just visit oldpodcast.com and look for the How to Help page. Anything listed there is a huge help. And that wraps up today's episode. We will continue this post tomorrow in the Friday show where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.